everybody. It's about 6.30 Eastern Daylight Time in Florida on a Saturday, August 13th, 2011. Um, so we've got, uh, I'm heading out to Valkyria, uh, X-Ray 59, to uh, try out this new camera mount. So wanted to start out early so we could uh, have the rest of our day. But what a great way to start out the weekend. Um, looks okay over here on the uh, on the coast where I'm heading uh, on the interstate uh, with some low cloud cover looks like it's moving out pretty quickly um, just got my weather briefing probably 20 minutes ago um, it's kind of strange because it seemed like it was great at first and the guy was pretty much saying no uh, adverse weather so we're actually going over to Okeechobee which is if you look at the state of Florida and you see the right towards the lower part in the middle you'll see a big lake it's the biggest thing you can see on the map that's Lake Okeechobee a big lake and um, that uh, airport over there is uh, Kilo Oscar Bravo Echo so K-O-B-E um, so we'll be flying over there and uh, grabbing some coffee breakfast whatever you want to say it looks like a pretty thin layer up here, so you know that could get in our way if it's it's reporting scattered about 10 a.m. over in Okeechobee. So I figured we can get off the ground if this stuff burns off. Um, it's only about it's about 40 plus nautical miles over there, so uh, it won't take us that long. We are in the 152. Uh, which was the only plane available. I wanted to get some different planes that, um, in the club that I would be using the camera most. Um, but that was all that was available until 11.30 when the 172 was, was, uh, was free. But um, that's probably the last thing I want to do at 11.30 in Florida in the summer is get in a hot airplane. Well, I'm almost to Valkyria and uh, clouds look about the same. So, yeah, we'll see. Towards the coast, it looks clear, but um, the coast is clear. <laughs> Maybe that's where they get that from. Um, yeah, so we'll see how it goes and uh, hopefully get some good footage. See ya. Traffic uh, 94768 is back taxiing runway uh, 104 to south departure. Doctor, you see them things fly? They they don't even look like they should fly. <laughs> they're just they're so awkward. Yeah. 
Valkyrie traffic, Cessna 94768, uh, departing runway 10 to the south. Valkyrie. here in a little bit we'll be uh, entering the traffic pattern to land at Valkyria and uh, Valkyria is a non non-towered field uh, it operates uh, there's just one frequency a unicom frequency for it and um, there's no one controlling the aircraft it's just uh, each each person um, announces their position and their intentions on a on a common frequency um, you're not required to have a radio there so uh, you know we always of course, look outside the plane and, and look for anyone who might be flying around uh, without a radio. Down in Valkyria, there's actually a lot of uh, gyrocopters and uh, powered parachutes that don't have radios operating out there. So, um, the radio communications at a non-towered field follow the same four W's uh, that they do at a, at a towered field, which are who you're calling, who you are, where you are, and what you want. Um, so, an example call that we could make as we get a little closer here to uh, to the airport. Uh, would be who we're calling is Valkyria traffic. It's just all the other planes out uh, and around Valkyria. Uh, who we are. Uh, some people use the use the call sign of the aircraft. Uh, we're nine four seven six eight, just like in a towered field. Um, I prefer to use uh, the aircraft's description uh, because other people in the pattern, you know, they're 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 looking for us. They're trying to find us. So if we say something like red and white Cessna or uh, Cessna one fifty two, something like that. Uh, people will be able to find us much easier. So, uh, Valkyria traffic, who we're calling, who we are, uh, red and white Cessna, where we are, uh, we're 10 miles to the south, and what we want or what are our intentions. Uh, so, inbound for a left downwind for runway 28. Um, and then also at non-towered fields, I usually say the airport name at the end of the transmission as well. So, I'll say Valkyria at the end. So, the full call would go like this. Valkyria traffic, red and white Cessna, 10 miles south, entering, we'll be entering left downwind for 1-4 at Valkyria. Um, the reason I say the, the airport at the end is because uh, since it's a Unicom frequency, there's oftentimes other airports uh, that you can hear on the same frequency. So if someone comes in halfway through the transmission, 
they may not hear you. They may, you know, hear hear what runway you're using and uh, where you are and everything, but not what airport you're actually operating at. So, um, just to make that make that clear to everyone, that's fairly common practice. One of the first things I try to tell my students um, when we're when we're doing cross country flights is the important uh, importance of always uh, knowing where you are and using using pilotage. Um, you know, depending on what kind of plane you're flying right now, uh, we're in our flying club Cessna 152. We have a VOR receiver. Uh, we don't have a GPS. Uh, we're not actually well, it's tuning the VOR, but we're not really using the VOR for navigating. Basically, what we're doing is we have a we have an iPad with a sectional, and uh, we're just using that to verify verify landmarks uh, along our way, which is which is pilotage. Um, and I think that you know, no matter what kind of navigation that you're using, whether it be uh, whether it be a VOR or, or a GPS, uh, it's, it's it's always important to still look outside and, and try to find landmarks. Um, so basically, what I try to do is um, I'll look look up ahead and just like right now, uh, I see I see a really prominent road that's going kind of perpendicular to our course, uh, and I can and I can look down and identify that road as the the Florida Turnpike. Um, and so then as I, as I pass that, I'll kind of keep looking up ahead and, and find the next point, next point, next point. Um, so we're always, we're always picking something up ahead that we see, and, and it's a very effective way to remain, remain oriented. Real, real simple, uh, but very effective. Uh, so about a month ago, I got a job with American Eagle Airlines, and I'm leaving Monday to go for training. I'll be gone for about six and a half weeks, uh, probably, actually probably a little longer than that, maybe a couple months. Um, so I'm going out to uh, going out to Dallas for that. So I'll be missing from the podcast for a while. I'll definitely try to uh, still, you know, send out the tweets, and I'll be sending Greg uh, pictures and video of my uh, my experience. So, uh, so you guys can stay updated on what I'm doing. And uh, hopefully after that, I'll be able to get back in and uh, and do some more do some more flights and put out some more podcasts. Well, those are some good tips from Casey. Um, it's always nice when he lends his expertise, and that helps me to uh, review, and also, I'm sure, helps you guys who are going through your private pilot training. Uh, on that note, uh, occasionally I get some emails. Uh, most 99.9% are, are good. Uh, reviews are generally positive. Occasionally, you get a bad one. Um, uh, you know. Uh, just kind of wanted to reiterate that this is a student pilot journal. This is my my personal journal. Always has been, um, and occasionally I will give some tips. And usually I back those up by either uh, you know a source on the internet, and in some cases AOPA. Um, if things kind of don't make it into the final edit, it sometimes it just didn't come out right in an interview, and maybe that can be misconstrued as you know false information or something like that. Um, but you know, when it all boils down to it, this is, you know, podcasts are, and video podcasts are, are entertainment. And you know, me kind of doing this, it, it's, it's, a, it's a side thing, I've got a day job. You know, so this is, this is fun, and I don't get to fly as much as, as I would like. So, you know, I'm not always as sharp as I want to be, but I do try to review and, and read as much as possible. So if you see mistakes, you know, I usually put those in there, and everybody knows that's that's viewed this podcast for a long time. They know that I just kind of throw those in there. 
Um, if you don't see the full transmission, the full radio transmission, you know, most of the time it's possibly it's, it's possible that I just left it out because it didn't come out right or the video was really bad or something. So I suggest that everybody does the same thing. When you're watching these and you have a question, you know, go to your CFI, go back to the FAA approved documentation and definitely read that over because, you know, this is just something I do, I like to do. And if you get some stuff out of it and you enjoy it, that's great. And, um, and that's all I got to say about that. Don't forget about my sponsors, uh, Craze Pilot. You can go to my website and click on that banner to get some good uh, aircraft accessories. Uh, they've got strobe lights for, you know, LSA stuff, for your light sport stuff. They've got um, uh, headphone accessories. They've got flight bags. Um, and he's, you know, they're building their inventory every day. So uh, you, you definitely got to go over there and support the podcast by clicking on that link from my website. So go over to studentpilotjournal.com and click on the banner. Also guys, don't forget about ForeFlight. Uh, ForeFlight is another sponsor of mine. I've been using their product for years. They, it is an iPhone and an iPad app. Um, and you can check them out by going to my website as well and clicking on that banner. ForeFlight is a pre-flight planning tool uh, that's got tons of resources in it that you can use. It's got AFD, it's got maps, it's got um, you know fuel prices, it's got a moving map and radar, you know, not radar, but uh, you can check the radar, you know, while you're on the ground, of course. When you get in the air, there's uh, radar used in cell towers, so um, uh, you, you want access to that. But you can get an external GPS to get a little better signal, so they have external GPS units that you can buy and plug them in the bottom of your iPhone or iPad and, uh, and, and get a, a definitely a, a more accurate reading when you're at higher altitudes. So I honestly haven't flown at real high altitudes with, the, um, with ForeFlight but I know a lot of people have and they have great success with it. Um, can't say enough about those guys either. So, and click on the ForeFlight banner and renew or start your subscription. They've got three month subscriptions and year, yearly subscriptions. And when you work it out by month, it's, it's really cheap. And of course, you know, if you pay by year, you get, uh, you get a, a definitely a better deal. Um, so check it out over there. That'll take you into the app store and they can track and, and see that people are clicking on that banner from my website. So definitely, uh, that's what you can do to help support it. So, and I'll keep the episodes coming as I can get more sponsors on. Um, and uh, definitely excited about the future and getting finally maybe pushing on this instrument rating. So, um, that's all I got for you. So, have a good week. We'll see you next time.